Welcome to the February edition of the Tag Podcast. Today we'll be talking about this month's theme of self-love, but before we get into that, we're going to have Amelia check out what's in this month's subscription pack. Hope you enjoy. Hi everyone, it's Amelia, and in this video, I'll be doing an unboxing of February's teen subscription pack, and the theme for this month's pack is self-love. So for this month's pack, we have the book Love is a Revolution by Renee Watson. And essentially what this book is about is the main character, Nala, tries to impress Ty, who is an MC, and by doing so, she comes up with a couple of lies which she thinks will attract him to her. Now, in doing so, she really struggles keeping up with these lies and maintaining that relationship with Ty. And as this journey continues, she soon realizes that self-love is actually revolutionary and she first needs to focus on self-love before focusing on her relationships with other people. And that is the book we have for this month's pack. Now, in addition, as always, we have our teen newsletter, as well as um, a step-by-step -step poster for different yoga poses for you guys to really um, get calm and really set that calm mood for you guys this month, as well as a I Am Enough poster that you guys can decorate um, any way you like and maybe even want to hang up in your room. We also have um, a mason jar with some tissue paper inside, um, a sponge brush, some glue, and also a tea light candle. Now, essentially, with um, these objects, we want you guys to create this DIY activity, which we have instructions to in our newsletter, which is a DIY tissue paper mason jar. And essentially, this is what it looks like. And another DIY activity we have, you guys, is writing self-affirmations. Um, self and for that, we have some clothespins, some paper, um, yarn, and also some affirmations that our teen interns wrote to you guys. So what we essentially want you guys to do with this is maybe um, hanging up the yarn and clothespins in a place that you'll see every day and um, really reminding yourselves and spreading that positivity to positivity that we think you guys are amazing. Um, next up, we have this compact mirror, as well as this rose quartz stone. And finally, we just have some chocolate and some tiny conversation hearts for you guys to munch on through this month of February. And that's what we have for this month's pack. Thank you guys so much for watching. And as always, please follow our social media. Um, hi everyone, for this month's podcast, we're going to be talking about um, self-love and kind of like our own experiences with it, as well as um, maybe some tips and tricks you might want um, in case you're working on that. So um, basically, I can start um, on my experience with self-love. Um, I think that was really hard for me. Like, I don't know why, but for me, self-love was like, really hard to work on I didn't really I think it's because I didn't really spend a lot of time with myself and kind of like understanding who I was and it wasn't really until like um quarantine actually when I started um working on my self-love and like um self-appreciation overall and I think that's just because over quarantine we were like isolated and kind of like on our own I guess and like we couldn't really meet up with a lot of people 
And also since um, my school was asynchronous, I didn't really have to worry so much about school as much as I usually do because I'm kind of, um, whenever I have something for school, I kind of put all my attention on that and don't really like, um, I'm not really aware of anything else around me, especially of sometimes my own well-being. So I think with quarantine, um, having that school aspect aside, um, and really being alone and trying to figure things out on my own, it really like helped me understand things um, I did like, I didn't like, and kind of like appreciate myself more of who I am. And I think that's honestly just made me a better person overall. Um, it's also um, because of that, I've gained a lot of confidence in myself. And I really, that experience just overall just really helped me out a lot in my well-being. Um. <clears throat> I think for me, like this whole like self love thing is especially hard because like my basically my parents are divorced. They've been divorced since I was three or four. Um, and that was like really tough for me not having a father around. And, like a lot of people usually have like both parents, and you know that whole situation really helpful for their development as a child into like being a teenager and into an adult. But for me, I didn't have that. So I basically spent a lot of my young life wondering, like, if there was something wrong with me, like, why my dad wasn't around. And I basically put the whole blame on that situation on myself because I didn't really understand any better or know any better. And that really just made it hard for me to see the value in myself and, and the skills that I have as a person and, like, all of the things that make me, like, make me, you know, who I am and um it, it took a while, like maybe about two years ago. That was when I really started to see like the value that I have as a person and who I am. And it just like that was when I began to see like all of the positive things about myself and that was when I began to like really value who I am as an individual instead of trying to be something that I'm not because I didn't really know who I was at that time also. So it was like, I had to figure out who I was and then figure out why I was like that. And it just, it was, a, it was a long process of like reflection and spending time with myself and realizing like what I like to do, what I don't like to do. And just realizing a lot of different things about myself that thanks for sharing daniel that's that was really interesting to hear um does anyone else feel comfortable about sharing their experience about self-love if not that's totally understandable we can also move on to the next topic um i know i usually have like a lot to say (laughs) like like on our podcast but i feel like this is like self-love is definitely something that I'm still kind of grappling with myself um, a lot of times. So I don't know. I just don't have like a whole lot to say about all that at the moment. Okay, yeah, that's fine. I think that's also really important to mention. Not everyone has really captured like the topic self-love themselves. And I feel like that's needs to be more normalized because we are all like at different moments in our life and are all trying to work towards that. So I think this is a good like sort of segue to maybe talk about any 
tips or tricks or kind of like um, what anyone like is trying to do to work on their self-love if anyone's comfortable with sharing about that? I would say one of the biggest, if not the biggest thing for me to help was like understanding how you speak to yourself is like subconsciously your subconscious mind is basically what runs everything. You think it's your conscious mind, but it's actually your subconscious. Because your subconscious is like controlling everything that you do. That's that your subconscious holds your intentions, your feelings, your true emotions, everything. Everything comes from your subconscious. And the words that you say to yourself and the words that other people say to you, those get into your subconscious mind and affect how you think about yourself, how you think about other people, how you feel, all of that. I feel like the biggest thing starts with the way you speak to yourself. You have to speak straight, nothing but positivity, love, all of that to yourself. Because if you don't, you're allowing going negativity to leak in. That happens as human beings. Our natural default is negativity. You have to be extra positive in everything that you do because if you're not, negativity is going to come in and that's just going to hurt everything. Everything is going to get knocked out of whack. You have to be positive in everything that you do. You have to be positive in the way you speak to yourself, the way you speak to other people, everything. I think it's really important how you mentioned, like how you perceive yourself. I think that's like, that was a big problem with me back um before I learned how to love myself a bit more before I was um I kind of talked about this earlier but like I was very like whenever I had something for school I was very focused on that and not much of anything else around me and I think that um really put a lot of pressure on myself um in order to succeed in order to make my parents proud of me and there was just a lot of like negativity with that because I would start comparing myself with other people and then I would start um, putting myself down because if I didn't do well on something um, school-wise it really um, kind of ruined my whole like well not well-being but like mood I guess sort of and that just kind of brought on with me until like high school since like the pandemic hit um, during the spring of my freshman year Um, and I think um, because of um, quarantine and being all alone like I said earlier I started like being more nice to myself being trying to be more positive especially during that situation so I really um want to point out what Daniel said about um really being positive with yourself and kind of like it's it never hurts to praise yourself every once in a while maybe it sounds a bit like egotistical but it really like just helps overall with um just being proud of who you are, even when like it seems like very hard to do, or like so- sometimes it seems like very weird to do at times because you're like, why am I <laughs> like praising myself? Isn't that weird to do? But if anything, I feel like there's no harm in doing it. If anything, it's just going to uplift you even more, which is really a good thing to do. Also, like um, about praising yourself, you have to take your wins wherever you get them. Like, like if let's say you have a performance and you perform well, but you didn't perform like as well as you wanted to or as well as you thought you could have, you still performed good. So you have to take that win where it is. You still did well. You may not have did as well as you wanted to, but that's just how life is sometimes. So you have to take the positive where you can get it. 
You can't just be like, oh, I didn't do this. I didn't do that. You can't be super critical of yourself because that's just going to add to more negativity. So you have to take your wins where you can get them because like, it's just building self-love is like building a tower. Every piece added on is eventually going to build up to this big structure. But if you don't build those pieces, you're either going to stay stagnant or yeah, you're just going to stay stagnant. So you have to build those pieces wherever you can get them from. And like, it's not, I wouldn't even say it's like an egotistical thing. Like, like there's a very, there's a fine line between confidence and arrogance. Confidence is an understanding and an appreciation of who you are and what you can do. Arrogance is when you just like, think you're like the greatest, like nobody can touch you. Nobody's comparable to you. No, you should be confident in who you are. You should understand and appreciate who you are and your skills. But don't ever get into a mindset where you think like nobody can touch you, nobody can beat you. Like that's just gonna you know, that's that's going to lead you to falling. That's gonna lead to the tower being knocked down. So I think it's also important a lot of times to look at like the evidence. Um I I struggle with my self-image a lot and Recently, I won a full ride scholarship to my first school of choice, which is really cool. But it was like a really stressful process because there was all these like essays and all these interviews I had to do where I had to like talk about what was like great about me and like all the cool stuff I've done. And that was kind of difficult for me at first because I'm like, what? Like, I'm kind of garbage and like, I don't know. <laughs> like, I don't know. But it was, it was hard for me at first because I don't necessarily have like the best um, self-perception. Um, but over time, I was kind of like looking at the evidence. I was like, oh yeah, like I participated in these really cool service activities and like I have this really cool job and like I've had all of these like really neat and meaningful experiences and like contributed to society in meaningful ways. And it sort of helped me get into the mindset that I needed to be it just by kind of like looking at all that I've accomplished and gotten to be a part of. That's, that's like definitely an important thing that you have to have, whether it's like having those conversations with yourself or with like somebody close to you. Like for me, I had this childhood friend, like brother to me. And what helped me was like, this was like maybe a month ago, but we were just talking about um, accomplishments and I started like I started telling him all of the things I've done and that helped me really to see like I'm actually I'm a lot better at certain things than I actually think I am and just the accomplishments that I have proved that so I feel like that's just an important thing that you have to have you have to you have to give yourself credit where credit is due because like however however you may think of it you still did xyz abc whatever you still did those things, you have to give yourself the credit because if you're not, you're just taking away the, you're, you're not giving yourself the dues where they're, you're not giving yourself the credit where it's due. And that's just like, why, why not do that, you know? Yeah, Daniel, I think you were talking about earlier about how like your dad not being around a lot kind of had like a really negative impact on you as and like your self-image. And um my like like early kind of like growing up like the people around me kind of negatively damaged like 
my self-image about myself and it was difficult to deal with and sometimes when I like experience small failures like the voices kind of come back and it's like oh well you know you're garbage you're like you don't deserve any of this or you just screw everything up and I think it's really important to like distinguish other people's voices from your own and kind of establish like a really strong internal narrative about who you are um and I think one of the skills that's been really helpful for me personally and trying to like improve um like loving myself and like how I see myself is having like kind of like combat answers for when like I don't know like the voices of people who try to get you down come to your head be like oh well that's not true because I've done this or like you know does that make sense yeah I got you yeah yeah for me another like like I guess trick that I've been trying to like or tip I guess that I've been trying to do to work um on my self-love is um kind of taking a step back of all like the um external forces that are kind of bringing me down or kind of stressing me out and kind of taking like time to myself to really self-reflect on what I want for myself or how I want to be in the future but without all like the negativity or like if I feel this, then this is going to happen. So I try to do that. A way I do that sometimes is kind of like, I guess this is more like um, mental health wise in a way, but like, I kind of like listen to music, but like, or like lately I've been like crocheting, like right now, right now I'm trying to like crochet a blanket and like doing stuff like that just for myself really just helps me like uplift my spirits and overall my, um, my joy and kind of allows me to take a step back from everything. And I think doing that like daily, just taking a little bit of time every day to myself, doing something I enjoy really helps break um, all the negativity that surrounds me or all of the stress and frustration that surrounds me. And I find that like really helpful because then I still have some designated time to myself where I'm able to work on something I actually enjoy without um, and without really like thinking or like um having something like in my way and stopping me from do- from doing that and honestly it's just like 30 minutes out of my day and it really helps a lot I completely agree with Amelia about removing yourself from like external forces and kind of spending some time alone with yourself like in in the past I've been sort of a little bit of like a relationship addict because I just don't like being alone with myself but like the pandemic has kind of forced us all to like spend a lot of time in solitude which I think has sort of been helpful in like healing a lot of people's self-images because they're forced to spend time with themselves and kind of like I don't know maybe reckon with the things that they don't necessarily like like you know one thing like Go back to what Sophie was saying about like the voices that you hear. For me, I would say I also experienced those voices. Like, I might fail at something. And then it would be like a voice in my head that oh, you're a failure, you suck, whatever. But I think something that's really helped me is the fact that I'm a very, very resilient person. Like, let's say I might, I might lose a race, and then that voice will come into my head and be like, oh, you suck. You did all of these things wrong. I'm going to do whatever I can do in my power to prove that was wrong. So that it doesn't happen again. And 
if you will happen again, you get it. Who knows? All I know is I'm going to do what I can do to make sure that it does it. And I feel like that's something that we all can do. Like, you can not necessarily listen to the voice, but see what the voice is actually saying and dissect it and see, like, oh, well, did I actually do this right? Did I actually fail at this? Or did X, Y, and Z happen, which caused me to not do something the way that I normally do? And it's like, you have to can't just take it where it says, oh, you suck, oh, you failed. You have to, like, really look into it and see why something happened, why you think this way, and just break everything down so that the problem becomes smaller so that you can solve it easily. I think it's really important for us to, like, to separate ourselves from our successes and our failures and not to necessarily internalize them. I know that in our group specifically, we have a lot of really high achievers, like academically and athletically, myself included. And I think one of the things that's really important to kind of maintain or to practice when you're a very ambitious person with extremely high standards is that just because you, I don't know, just because you don't have the best race or like, you don't win the election or you don't get the A or whatever. It, it doesn't mean that you're a bad person. And it's good to kind of take those experiences in stride and to, I don't know, take them as like learning opportunities, you know? I really like how you added that, Sophie, how um, our accomplishments or our like setbacks don't really define us. I think, like you said, it's really important to separate the two because who you are as a person isn't completely defined by your good grades or like, I don't know anything about sports, but yeah, <laughs> but um, I kind of wanted to add on to what um, what Daniel was saying. I think um, I wanted to add how like um, how sometimes when we have a setback and there's like that voice in our head about t- telling us about like oh, you're really bad at this, you shouldn't have done that, blah, blah, blah. A lot of the times you kind of, um, that voice can be like really negative and it, like it can like make us feel worse about ourselves. And sometimes it'll, well, like I'll personally feel like, oh, I can't do this right. Maybe I just shouldn't do this. I can't do anything or something like that. I think um, something like really important to do, and this is kind of along the lines of what Daniel was saying, um, was um, instead like, kind of consider like oh what should I do better for next time or what steps do I need to take in order to be better than how I was before or maybe like you didn't do as well as how you wanted to but you did better than before I think that's also a really good outlook to see because maybe you weren't able to reach the goal that you set for yourself but you were still able to improve and I think even though you weren't there um, you weren't where you wanted to be it's really important that you um at least acknowledge and appreciate that the hard work you did put on still did something for you. And even if it, you, even if it didn't, like you can, um, it's important to take that time and instead of negatively um, think about how bad it is kind of like self-reflect and think about how you want to help prepare yourself better for next time. I think that's really important, especially um, on how you, um, kind of like your outlook for your next decision it honestly overall I feel positively impacts that instead um, of letting those negative thoughts settle in I completely agree with you Amelia I'm definitely not like an elite athlete like Daniel is but um 
I, I started swimming competitively at like 14, which is pretty late in comparison to when a lot of other people start swimming competitively. And I didn't, I wasn't very good at first and I didn't win a lot of my races, but it wasn't really fair or like realistic for me to really compare myself to like everyone else kind of at my age because they were all at different like levels, you know, and have had had more practice and had been doing it for longer. And I think you just kind of have to tailor your goals to like fit to fit your situation and your skill level a lot of times. And one thing that I feel like is so like important in the spectrum of like loving yourself is not comparing yourself to other people because like whoever like whoever you see that's doing the same thing as you're doing like if you're an athlete and you see this other athlete who's doing who's playing the same sport or they play the same position that they're at like a higher level of you higher level than you or they're doing better than you're doing don't compare yourself to them because you are not them and they are not you let me repeat myself you are not them and they are not you whatever led to you guys like being connected or like whatever, your your stories are different. The circumstances of your lives are different. So why compare yourself? There's no reason to. Like they're not like you're not the same person. It's like saying an apple and an orange. Like they're not they're both fruit, but they're not the same fruit. You can compare two types of apples, but you can't compare an apple and an orange because they're two different types of fruit. So it's like it it just doesn't make sense. Yeah, you have to, like, bring yourself to reality. Everyone has their own limitations and the things they can do. Um, and really, you can't change the limita- your, like, your limitations. Um, I think picking up from um, what Daniel and Caden was saying, um, I think a lot another big problem with self-love is kind of like what society perceives as like oh hold on I just lost my train of thought um hold on I'm gonna try and pick up where I left off what society perceives as like good not good or like beautiful not beautiful or successful unsuccessful I think that really um sets back some people but um kind of what Daniel was saying it's really important that you realize no one is exactly the same. We all like improve and like we're all different in our own ways. And maybe that's super stereotypical to say, but it's really important to realize that because um, maybe one person is like better at math or like English and, but you're not so good at that part, but you you're like, you're good at, okay, I'm so sorry. I can't, I can't pick up where I left off. I completely forgot what I was saying. I think I get what you mean, though. Like, a lot of times, especially in um, America, (laughs) um, success is, like, I have to think through how I'm going to say this, but there are, like, very specific things that we distinguish that makes you successful. Like, okay, um, in order to be successful, you have to have a lot of money or, like, you know, be very financially successful, or you have to be, like, famous or you have to I don't know have a certain body type and like look a certain way and have a certain hair color eye color or whatever 
and that's very damaging and makes people miserable because everyone is defining themselves by this like extremely unrealistic ideal that they can't possibly meet or at least like 99% of the population can't possibly meet and it's just it's it's very sad it's very sad and that's something that I struggle with too um a lot of times and this is why I think back to what we were talking about earlier that it's really really important in all aspects of your life to like define your your own version of success like what makes you happy or like what brings you closer to like fulfilling your purpose or what what makes you feel like you're making the world a better place like look at the evidence you know like what are you what are you doing that's helping people you know yeah like success is uh it's a subjective thing like there's there's a song lyric and it's basically like success is what you make it take it how it comes success is subjective success is success is subjective i love that i'm gonna remember that yeah like i remember for almost my entire life up to maybe two weeks ago i thought success was like me having a whole bunch of money a nice nice car nice house all of that what is really just success for me is doing what i love to do with my life and i'm doing that right now so honestly, I'm already successful and I want to stay that way. But for somebody else, success may be something different. But success is not like, it's not what somebody else says it is for you. For you, success is whatever you want it to be. You take your success where you can get it. And whatever you want your success to be is what it is. Don't let anybody like, like, change or flip around what you want your success to be because at the end of the day it's all up to you and success is honestly something that can't really be quantified by like a bank account or what kind of car you have or whatever because if you really think about it one like like what if what if you have this big house and you have this nice car but then they're gone does that make you unsuccessful then because they're big, because you had it, but then you no longer have it. So would that mean like you were once successful, but then you're not? So it's like it, it doesn't make sense. Success is what you make. It doesn't have to be something that someone else or society says that it is. It's what you want it to be. So yeah. Yeah, I used to have really different ideas about what success looked like or what it meant for me. Um, I came from a family originally that was like very focused on like physical beauty and like monetary success and I thought the only way to be successful was to like go to Harvard or like U of M or something and like get a job that made you a lot of money and like I don't know like marry well off or like something ridiculous like that and I don't know being like really skinny or whatever and now I have a lot very different ideas about how I define success for myself. Like for me now, success is about helping people and like making the world a better place and making resources more accessible and learning and gaining knowledge and having empathy for other people and being kind. So I think this kind of also goes back to like changing the narrative 
that's prescribed to us by like the media, but also by maybe negative influences in our personal lives too. Yeah, I completely relate to you, Sophie. Before I really thought my success was based on like my grades and how I did academically. And that just really overall just negatively impacted me as a person. And now my definition of success is being able to do what makes me happy and also like giving back to my community and also like being able to help others who may have been in a similar situation that I was um, financially back then. So I relate to that a lot. And I think a really big step, um, like as a tip for people who are trying to work out with like self-love is kind of like, I was saying this before, but I really just want to emphasize just like taking time to yourself and really reflect on like the things you actually enjoy versus the things like, like other people are like kind of like making you enjoy or like what society thinks should be enjoyable or like successful because that's really going to impact how like you perceive things and how you like respond to certain like I guess like people and actions and stuff like that yeah everyone's on their own journey in their own timeline you know and I think Daniel was saying something earlier about um I forgot what it was but not comparing yourself to other people and I think that's really important because it's like like it's not a fair for you like say okay so Daniel's like a runner and say he's only been running for five years it's kind of unrealistic and not really fair to him to compare himself to like an Olympic runner who's probably been running for like 20 years you know because everyone's just you you got to do things at your own pace thanks also one more thing about this so I know I'm black right so especially in the black community amongst black men, we have a like a benchmark of success where it's like you have a lot of material possessions. You have, you know, a car, you have a house, chain, whatever. And you have those things, then the black community will deem you as successful. That is lies. You don't need a material thing to be successful. You don't need it. It's nice to have. It's nice to have a nice car. It's nice to have a big house, but you don't need it to be successful because success is what you make it. Like it's it's uh it's subjective. So don't allow somebody to tell you what your version of success is. Because that might not even be something that you want in your life. You might not even want to have a big house or a nice car. You might not even want it, but then you let someone else tell you that you need it. So you're getting something that you don't want. You could have been using those same resources to do a thousand other things in the world that have a much bigger impact. So like all my black men, let your success be what you want it to be. Don't let someone tell you how you think. No, don't let someone tell you what they think it is. Because they are not you. You are not them. Their stories are different. Trust yourself and do what you want to do with your life because it is the only life that you have to do. I feel like in general, like the American dream has just robbed so many people of like feeling content with themselves or their lives because they feel like they need to strive to be this ideal that a lot of times is unreachable or just unrealistic and not actually the thing that will make them happy.
I think a lot of times, like, being a woman, too, is it's really hard to, like, just kind of like yourself the way you are, especially with the way that kind of, like, the beauty industry and, like, the fashion industry um, just, I don't know. They try to make you feel bad about yourselves to sell you stuff. So you're kind of set up to fail and to like feel bad about yourself. And it's it's hard to combat that. And you need to put a lot of time and effort into changing the narrative around that with yourself. Yeah, I agree with you, Sophie. That was another thing I like struggled with earlier on. I would also always like compare myself to like people I would like see or sometimes even like people I was close with. And it would kind of like really bring me down. And overall, just the um, the uh, normative like beauty type like society has made us. So I think it's just really important to um I forgot what I was going to say again. Um, Just realize that we're all like, I'm so sorry. Um, That there, that um, the, the way society defines beauty is like realistically, like unrealistic the way that they define it, because there are just like so many different, like, I don't know how to, I don't know how to say like, um issues with it I guess or um it's it's at all it's not at all what how beauty should be defined I feel like beauty beauty should be defined like how um how success is like it's very subjective yes I think our society tries to make it very objective like okay like you're skinny and you're white and you're blonde and you have blue eyes and like this is what beauty looks like but that's not true, you know? Like Yeah, exactly. So I I think that there are definitely some companies out there that are trying to like combat that. Like a lot of um just like they're they're trying to combat like just very unrealistic beauty standards. Like I know um Rihanna has like a skincare line where she's trying to highlight um a much more diverse range of skin tones that's a a huge problem in the beauty industry like I think 70% of makeup is like purchased by black women but like a very very small percentage of makeup is actually like in the skin tone range like designed for like women of color and that's a really big problem um yeah just really quickly I just want to say that loving yourself is a lifetime journey (laughs) like it's it's really difficult and you shouldn't just I guess don't beat yourself up if you don't feel like Beyonce every single day because that's not realistic either you know like it's 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 a journey and it's okay if you're not there yet and you're not alone yeah, I just also want to add how um, even, like, me, myself, like, I've kind of found some of my self-love, but it like, it's always, like, there's always something that you find more within yourself. So even though I've obtained some of that, it doesn't mean I fully obtain all of that. And it's really important um, for other people to realize that you're still learning about yourself. We're all just teenagers um, by the end of the day, at the end of the day. 
Um, and we're always still growing and learning more about ourselves. So don't like, just remember that um, as we continue to grow over all that, um, self-love just comes with time and reflection. So that's really important. Also like, gotta understand you're going to have bad days. You might even have a bad week, maybe even a bad month. You never know, life is crazy. But the bad days aren't going to outlast the good ones. And you have control over the way you feel during those bad days. Like It's like a bunch of stuff could happen, be a terrible day, but you have control over how you feel. You have to find the silver lining in everything that happens to you. Everything. Because, as I said before, human beings, our default is negativity. So we will slip into a, a pit of just like negative, hateful self-talk. Like, we will talk to ourselves in a very negative and hateful way at the slightest inconvenience. You have to find something positive in whatever situation. But don't don't get like derailed or sidetracked because you have a bad day, a bad week, whatever. That's the way it is. There is going to be like pitfalls and rocky roads. This is this is like a marathon. It's not a sprint. This is a journey. It's going to take most likely your whole life. And even if you get to the point where, like, you completely love yourself, there's still going to be a ways to go. So keep it pushing. Don't quit on yourself because, like, you're all you have at the end of the day. Not not you're all you have, but you have to love yourself because you're the only you that there is ever going to be. And the world needs you. You may not see it, but the world does need you regardless. So. Yeah. I think it's important to acknowledge that human beings are very complex and it's not realistic for you to expect yourself to be perfect all the time. Like for me personally, like I would consider myself very academically successful, but I've also struggled with like an eating disorder my whole life. And it's you just got to be gentle on yourself, you know, like, like Daniel was saying, it's not a sprint, it's a marathon. And you just, you just got to make it through to the next day. And sometimes you'll have good days and sometimes you'll have bad days. But the important thing is that you just make it to the next day, not that every single one is perfect. Thank you so much for listening. And also, please don't forget to um, follow our Instagram, which is going to be Ipsy Library Teens. And also, if you're interested in um, subscribing to one of our packs for um, this month or maybe next month's pack, um, be sure to visit our website, ipsylibrary.org teens. And thank you so much.